my Teddy was already established. <laughs> and then you're like, this is Teddy. And I'm like, okay, this is not going to fly. Okay. Like, Hi, I'm Taylor. And I'm Maddie. And it's time for another episode of Sisters Who Posh. We are two sisters who recently joined the Poshmark app and are getting started on our reselling journey. We will be sharing our best tips and tricks along the way, as well as setting goals and updating our progress as we turn our hobby into profits. Hello, hello. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sisters Who Posh. This week, we decided to do a Get to Know Us episode. Yes, so this will be a little different than our normal episodes, but this week, we're just going to be answering some questions I sent in and just, you know, letting you guys know a little bit more about us. We've been doing this podcast for over a year now, so we just want to formally introduce ourselves. Yeah, we normally just stick to the Poshmark news updates, you know, all of that. But we're normally on this, but today <laughs> I'm just going to give you a little more than usual. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So before we get into all of that, what's going on this week? Well, I'm getting so excited because Maddie, you're coming here on Wednesday. <laughs> you forgot. <laughs> yes. I can't wait. It's going to be so fun. Yes. So that's just a couple days away. We're recording on Halloween um, and you'll be here in a couple days. So I'm pumped for that. And we also have some other family coming because it's my birthday this weekend. I'm very excited. Our cousin Shelby from the Kid Is In episode that we did will be in town for a few days. You guys will be overlapping as you already know. And... It's also parents weekend for our sister, Macy, who's also been on the podcast before. Uh, so our dad and our stepmom, Kristen, will be today. So we got a crew rolling in. And I'm just pretending everyone's coming just solely for my 30th birthday. So <laughs> <laughs> love it. But yeah, besides that, for reselling, I've been hitting the bins like I talked about that being a goal. And I've been sourcing a few like winter jackets and I've had some pretty good flips from the bins that I'm excited about. One was like this J Crew, kind of like a pea coat, funnel coat, wool coat. Mm. It was in like a teal blue color. And I literally got it from the bins. It had like one little spot on the top shoulder, but I got it out when I got home. I was able to remove the stain nice. and I sold it for a hundred dollars. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's crazy. From the bins. I know. And it's in, it was in really good shape. Mine is just that one little, like it had like one little spot on the top, but I, it totally came out under it. So wow. that was awesome. exciting. And then I also, a, a few bins trips ago, I had sourced this very fun. It was like a long, furry, fuzzy Lulu's coat. That was like a pink color. So like pink fur coat, obviously faux fur. Mm. And that one was from the bins as well. And that one sold for 60. So I was really excited about that one too. Wow. Nice. Perfect time to be picking up coats. Going yeah. into late fall and winter. Yeah. The coats and the sweaters from the bins. I know I've talked about the sweaters before and the... The, um, the Ross know. Gellers. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The <laughs> Ross Gellers. And now with the it's like... Highly recommend. Get a good profit on those. Nice. What's new with you this week? So our mom was just in town visiting this weekend. So not a lot of reselling updates because we were out and about kind of showing her around Dallas and just kind of doing some fun things. But it was really fun to have her here. She was here this past Friday. I did the the Friday offers and... I think I made like six sales in one day, which is just so fun when you have someone in town and you can kind of like, oh, just made another sale, you know, give them the updates. And we got to package them up together. I got to show her my posh closet and inventory and all of that. So that was a lot of fun. I'm really excited to come visit you because I've been itching to go to the bins and I hope oh, that we makes are it going. on the list. <laughs> We need to go because I am addicted lately. That's so fun. I'm jealous you got to see mom. 
Yeah, it was fun. I'm also gearing up for my sale. I forgot to mention that too. I'm planning to do a sale while you're here still next week. So yes. get excited for that. I think I'm going to make Rick take a picture of me with like a birthday cake tomorrow. Ooh, nice. So I can post that on my Instagram. And then, yeah, when this goes up, the sale will be starting tomorrow. So keep an eye out for my sale, $30. Love it. And you know, if that, if you're having a sale next week, that means I'm probably having a sale in two weeks. So <laughs> You know, Maddie's not too far behind. I thought this time you were going to have one this week originally, I thought. Yeah, that just that went out the happen. window. Don't <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> I think I'm going to do the name your own price sale again. I really liked that one. Yeah, I know. I can have some good luck with it. I think it'll be good timing too. I'm like, it's Halloween, so I'm, like, waiting for the trick-or-treaters, but also I'm, like, should I go to Play-Doh's quick? I know. <laughs> okay, I'm being, like, selfless. I didn't even tell you this yet, but <laughs> I just a 20% off coupon, and I've been itching to go back to Play-Doh's, but I'm, like, oh, uh-huh. I should wait till Maddie's here so that we can both use the 20% off. Oh, because there's no maximum for you. There's no maximum. Oh, and wow. I got the 20% off this time. I had a message from Plato's on the five-star app, which is where they do their points, you know? And yeah. the other day when I went, it was double day. I had a reward that I got <gasps> double points. So I literally Stop. had the 20% off last time and now I already have it again. Have it again. Yeah. <laughs> so awesome. I was going to go back today, actually. I should just wait till Maddie's here because. Wow. I know. So I know. Nice. Well, I should have said anything because now I really can't go until Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> no it's fine no I'm excited I might have to bring another suitcase again well more on that later because we might have got a question about that so okay Okay, good spoiler alert (laughs) (laughs) all right so next up we are bringing to you live our posh news update give you an update on what's going on in the Poshmark app, any new features, or what's going on in the reseller community. All right, so this week's Posh News Update is a new feature. So this is the Seller Insights. We did kind of like a high-level discussion about this. We just kind of touched on it in a recent episode, but... We wanted to just talk about it a little more now that we both have it and kind of talk about some of the features. So back earlier in the month, they announced the My Shoppers feature where you can like bulk add things to people's bundles, bulk message people. And then another new feature that they're rolling out is Closet Insights. Yeah. And we both finally got that this week. So that's been really cool to look at. So you basically can, it like shows like, a sales summary with graphs and metrics kind of different ways. And you can just kind of filter through it. If you want to see like the current month, your sales or your net earnings or your like top brands for the month. And then you could flip it too to do like year to date and kind of customize it different ways. So it is really nice. Like typically we'd have to like run our sales report and do the like filtering and pivot tables and stuff ourselves to be able to like see it like this so it's nice that it's like you don't even have to get your computer out and get you know the report downloaded and stuff to be able to see it but totally and just initial impressions like the way it's formatted it's just so much more user friendly and digestible yeah I'd so much rather look at the closet insights version than the reports where the reports are like just a total Excel spreadsheet. This, I feel like it would be really easy to understand, even if you don't consider yourself like super business savvy. It's really kind of all in one place. And they have like visual aids with everything to compare this year to last year. And I I was surprised by some of my top brands. So it's like, that's something I don't even really typically look too much at on our regular reports. So seeing that information was cool. Yeah, definitely. And then for both of us, obviously, we always do the goals update where we're like calculating, adding up our sales total for the month. So it's really nice to just be able to pull this for our Poshmark portion of our sales. 
There's one section towards the bottom that's like order insights. I don't know if you've looked at that at all, but it has like a pie chart and it breaks it out on how many of the orders you've had are like from an offer, buy now, bundle offer, or bundle buy now. Yes. That's just really interesting to look at. Like, Yeah, because that's one of those things where I had, I was surprised on mine. Like a quarter of my sales from the last month were bundle sales. And in my mind, I'm like, we never get bundle sales. Like, yeah. So it's just cool to look at that kind of stuff. And I liked seeing the percentage of the offers versus like, who's just buying things outright. Like, I I feel like that wasn't too surprising because it's just a little sliver of mine. That's like the buying now people, but yeah. Cool to see how that all breaks down. Yeah. It's really easy though, to like get the information skewed in your mind. Like if you have a few like bundles right in a row, you might think you have a lot of bundles or vice versa. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's this is cool telling us like, like our memory is not as reliable, but like the numbers don't lie. So you can really exactly. actually check in, especially yeah. for brand insights too. I don't know. What were your top three brands? For the month or? For the month. Or I guess like when to look at year. Either way, I think either way, mine are not surprising. So for the month, I have (laughs) way out front free people and then like maybe about half the same size (laughs) is Madewell and then even smaller is Princess Polly are my top three. Oh, nice. Yeah, mine really similar. My top one by far was Madewell. It's honestly double the free people one, which that surprised me because I would have flipped that around Mm, if I was. Yeah sharing it based on my memory so that's like telling me maybe I should continue <laughs> sourcing more made well yeah um, and then free people second and then anthropology was in third but that's based on dollar amount too so it's kind of interesting right. if you flip it to like listing sold then anthropology goes way down the list because I don't think I've actually sold that much quantity of anthropology in the last month but the thing I sold was just an expensive piece so it's like up there mm-hmm. Where my top three for like actual listing sold was Madewell, Free People, and then Zara. Nice. So interesting to look at all of this. And I like at, at the top, just in the like sales summary part, you can click compare to prior period. And so like for if you have the current month up and you compare to prior period, it'll show September 2021, kind of in gray. And then the current period October and green you can kind of see like which days were like a big sale day for yeah you, you know yeah it is cool to have the breakdown by day even just for the current one just to like be like oh yeah like, is there a trend of which day of the week because it's kind of mine goes like up and then it goes down again you know what I mean like pretty yeah. consistently so that'd be interesting to like dive more into and then I just switched Maddie look at yours for under sale insights like the third thing down women versus men (laughs) no but then so on the that's what i thought too but if you go to the side where it says uh categories and you flip to just women and then flip to average sale price the middle one and then it will show you like your categories that made you the most money which is kind of cool too which my top category was bags which i would have not guessed oh (laughs) yeah mine's (laughs) jeans and then dresses which i think is kind of what we would have expected yeah mine's not what i would have expected at all mine was bags had like a 45 dollar average sale price shorts and then shoes are my top three and then jeans and jackets are fourth and fifth hmm. just like kind of cool to look at yeah yeah definitely if you check this out and kind of play around with it get some a lot good of good information, information. yeah <laughs> jinx <laughs> All right. So for our main event of today's episode, we asked you guys for some questions and you guys definitely had some questions for us to answer. So we're going to go over those. But before we get into that, we thought it'd be fun to do. I've seen these on like Instagram filters a lot where it's like uh, who's more likely to and then like you tilt your head a certain way and like oh, yeah, do yeah. a quiz. So I thought it'd be fun to just do on the podcast as like a little icebreaker into like getting to know us. So we have some questions here (laughs) and we'll see, we can debate who we think it fits more between you and me. All right. (laughs) The first one, who is most likely to be late for her own wedding? (sighs) 
Okay. I think we all know. <laughs> well, maybe the listeners don't know, but um, yeah, that would be me for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've been getting more punctual as I've gotten older. Oh, yeah. But yeah. definitely still, I can't compete with you. You're like on top of it. <laughs> okay. The second, who is more likely to? Who is more likely to marry their high school sweetheart? Well, I did. So I guess me. <laughs> I know. I saw that one on one of the lists. I'm like, we have to add it in because it's just too perfect. Yes. Yeah. So you are not, not only are you more likely to like you did. It's just correct. <laughs> Love it. Okay. This next one, not maybe as clear cut. Who is more likely to cry at the movies? I would say both. Like, I would say both too. I, my gut is you, but then it's like I also cry at everything. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I totally like, even if I'm like scrolling through Instagram and there's one of those like military reunions or something. Uh, military reunions like, or dog rescue videos. Like I'm literally blubbering. Why am I sobbing? Like... <laughs> Stop playing with my emotions. <laughs> yeah, I would say both. Yeah. Okay, who is more likely to get caught sneaking out? <laughs> I guess me. <laughs> that seems like it would be me, but it's not. It's definitely you. <laughs> yeah. I was more of a sneak out when you're at someone else's house kind of thing because, like, didn't want to get in trouble with our parents, but I guess, yeah. But down for a good time if, like, if... um... Down for, like, a ding-dong ditching, you know, Mm -hmm, situation, mm -hmm. so... Yeah, you were, like, really cool in middle school, so definitely you. I was lame (laughs) as can be. (laughs) Love it. I I probably, like, am more likely to get caught for sneaking out, but no one was inviting me to sneak out. (laughs) You were too busy playing cranium. (laughs) (laughs) Me and my friends were just like, yeah, that's hilarious. Love it. Okay, this one. Who is more likely to stay up all night watching TV? Okay, this one's kind of mixed because I think like you stay up later now watching TV. But when I read this one, I could just only (laughs) think about me. (laughs) Oh, you in middle school, in high school, this is you. I would just be watching Nick at night reruns of Roseanne like till till the infomercials roll you know oh when Nick at (laughs) Night would turn back into like the kids Disney show Nick Jr. (laughs) Nick Jr. and Little Mermaid the the TV show which who knew that was a thing would play at like 4 a.m remember and it was like if you are still awake when that came on like whoa yes (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah, I would say I would have to say you, but like I, I have been known to get sucked into a show and just and just let it ride. So one more epi, <laughs> yeah. Netflix, are you still watching? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Okay, the next. Who is more likely to read every book at the library? Okay, this is another that I think is flipped. I think like come around (laughs) yeah like what a for sure used to be me but now I feel like you are always reading and I haven't read anything yeah it depends on it like I like only read if I'm on a plane these days I feel like like (laughs) unless I'm going somewhere yeah but when we were kids like we would go to the library if we were going on like a trip for the weekend and you would check out literally 10 books and literally read them all Oh, and, like, have a backpack smooth. full of them, and I would check out one book. No, I would check out an audio book <laughs> because, like, eventually our parents were like, "Yeah, she's not gonna read it. Like, just get her the audio book." Yeah, but like, I feel like you were ahead of your time because now, like, audio books are like the cool thing. Oh my gosh! Right? Yeah, I listened to. I remember one vacation. I listened to Thirteen Reasons Why. I did. We shared headphones. You don't recall? Oh, oh yeah. We were, I was like, duh, you were there too. But like, that was such a great like book to do an audiobook for because it's it all about like tapes. Set tapes, yeah. So spoiler alert, but so that you, was cool. We're like, did you watch the Netflix series of that or no? I didn't. I heard it was kind of scary. Yeah, Bjorn did, and he was like, 
you can't handle I, it. I'm not very good with like blood. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. The audiobook is the way to do it, I think, for that. Yeah. That book. Definitely. But yeah, now I have been doing Book of the Month Club for like two two years ish and I've been loving it so I've been reading a lot of like thriller whodunit kind of books Mm -hmm. that aren't super gory I know I just said I don't like blood but more like suspense mystery yeah types of books and some really good sprinkled in but those always I feel like have a slow start but then once you hit like yeah one third in it's like you can't put it down exactly yeah okay the next question who is more likely to bungee jump? Okay, you. Like- okay, it, it by default would be me because I think there's like you a slim that- chance I would maybe if like everyone else was by peer pressure mm-hmm. and FOMO. Like where as you would be like a hard no ever. But like <laughs> yeah, also, I don't pressure. think I would. <laughs> but I feel like you and Rick, when you go on vacation, you do like the parasailing and like... Yeah, but like Rick hated that. and Oh, well... I guess I didn't know. But I guess I kind of did like <laughs> but it. But you still did. I didn't even like sign up for stuff like that. I'm in, like, no. But in my mind, parasailing is not anywhere near as mm. bad as bungee. <laughs> okay. To put it in perspective, like I didn't even do the high ropes course when we were in like oh my school. Gosh. We all went to this high ropes course and it was like. Everyone and I was like, it, you obviously. have to do it. And you totally disappointed me. And I was me. the only one in my class that didn't. <laughs> so like. <laughs> I think it has to be. Yeah, know? but then think about me at point of no return. Oh, yeah. When so I returned. In, <laughs> in Wisconsin, there's this the largest water park in the world. And there's this one that goes straight down. That's like the biggest. It's one of those like plunge slides there. where you like cross your arms. And yeah. Do the <laughs> sign of the cross and go down. <laughs> And we waited about half the day. Just kidding. Where Taylor, I would, I wanted to do it. Yeah, our dad and our brother did it, and I would like go up all the stairs, and then I would just chicken, which is not really like me. Yeah, but then you would like, you're like, no, I'm gonna do it, and then we'd see you go up there again, (laughs) and then you, it was sad, but I just couldn't do it. Yeah, no. So maybe, maybe neither of us, but more likely me than you. More likely you. Yeah. Okay. Who is more likely to be a stand-up comedian? I mean, I steal all your jokes, but I feel like... I would say both. Yeah. I mean, we both were each other's maid of honor, and we killed it. We killed it with Telling the jokes. jokes. <laughs> that was like our ongoing joke leading up to our weddings was that <laughs> yeah. we can't turn it into a stand-up comedy roast. Also, we just really like stand-up comedy. Like, we both love going to shows. Oh yeah. So, so I could see I could see us being a duo act for that. True. It would be good. But if we're going by who's funnier, I would say you. And but if, if we're going, we're going by going who's by... louder and more obnoxious, yeah. I would say me. <laughs> hey, you said it. <laughs> okay, this is oh, next one is an gosh. easy one. Easy one. More likely to throw a fit during a game of Monopoly. Is that me? Obviously you. Why? Because I'm sensitive. <laughs> you're the perfect storm of you play more games of Monopoly because you just love Monopoly and you're more sensitive. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I'm like getting sensitive right now. So that tracks. I'm just like picturing when we played Pugopoly most recently mm. and you were just in it to the end. Like I d- you didn't throw a fit. So maybe I'm not understanding the question correctly. Like it's not about throwing fits, but like. You're like, no, Take we're finishing seriously? this game tonight. Yeah, like it was Got like 2 a.m. And we were like, oh, we could probably just call it a tie and go to bed. And you're like, no, 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 no. We're going to play all these rounds of just going back and forth for like hours on end. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all the more likely to. So that was kind of fun. Yeah. While you guys were listening, did you did you know us well enough? Did you get them right? Let us know. <laughs> that was kind of like a Dora thing where it was like waiting for them to respond. <laughs> I'm just looking here, blinking. Yeah. Amazing. (laughs) Okay. Our next quiz that we found online that we wanted to do is the sibling tag. So back a few years ago on YouTube, like doing tags was a thing. And I 
watch a lot of YouTube growing up and still. So I always want to do a tag. So this is my big chance. <laughs> Love it. Okay. So it's just a series of questions. We just answer them together. So who's oldest? Me. You. Taylor. <laughs> yep. I'm two years older than Maddie. That's the next one. How oh. far apart in age are you? And say it again. <laughs> I'm two years older than Maddie. I'm being 30. Maddie's 27. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess two and a half years. Because I'm 29 right now. Got it. Everyone understand? <laughs> Fast math. <laughs> okay. Scale of one to 10. How much do you look alike? I don't think we look that much alike, but we look like sisters. And at different angles, we do look alike. Well, we are sisters. So like. Yeah, I know. Oh, but... you mean like, okay. If, we, if it was a 10, it'd be like, we look identical. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I think we... Like, some family sisters are, like, copy-paste, copy-paste, all the same, you know? Yeah, Where true. I feel like we're, like, look like siblings, but also we don't look, like, super alike. Right. We definitely both have other siblings that we look more like, but then, like, mm. all together, it's like, okay, you clearly all are related. Yes. You know? Yeah, I feel like I look copy-paste of our mom. <laughs> And Chloe. <laughs> and our sister Chloe. Yeah. And you're more copy paste of like not our really dad. our dad, but like our dad's side. Yeah. Who takes longer to get ready? I feel like we're like the same. Yeah. Hard to remember getting ready. Haven't got ready in a while. But yeah, I feel like we have a similar routine. We're not too we're not always waiting on one of us. But we all, but we both could take the full amount of time if, like, given the full amount of time. Oh yeah, definitely. What is the biggest difference between the two of us? Uh, I would say introvert extrovert. Yeah, kind of what it boils down to. Yeah, because we, I feel like we have same like sense of humor. We have like similar. I mean, we just grew up side by side, so like our like outlook on a lot of things is really similar. But yeah. yeah. I get my energy from vibing out with people and you get your energy from introverting. Yeah. Okay. One thing you can do well, your sibling can't. Hmm. Nothing's like immediately coming to mind. What about you? No. You did an inhale like something did come to mind. So no, I was laughing at out. Charlie in the background. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I wasn't like- Charlie's babysitter, Rick, is at work right now. So we're just going to have to deal with the snoring pug. <laughs> One thing you can do well that the other sibling can't. I mean, you're way more athletic, like growing up and stuff. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Let's just compare volleyball careers for a second. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I would say you're just like more creative than I am. Like, even when we're doing the podcast, hit a wall where I'm just like, can't think of anything. <laughs> and you're like, oh, we could do this. That's a curse. I have my like my mind is constantly running with <laughs> weird <laughs> ideas that I can't shut off. <laughs> yeah, I would say that probably. Yeah, but at the same time, like you, you're still creative, and like I still did play volleyball. I just sucked, you know. <laughs> hey, you've gone like mountain biking, like <laughs> like I think there's a world where I could have been athletic, but then it just like wasn't my thing, you know. Right. Where you were like really good and just like nailing it hurdler <laughs> love it basketball maddie 27 do you want to talk about that no <laughs> my screen name <laughs> but our mind was totally tay tay so two kinds of girls <laughs> just two kinds of girls <laughs> how yeah similar- i would say i would oh. say that even kind of goes into like the poshmark stuff where like my style like for the most part things that i pick up are like just because I know the brand (laughs) and they're like really basic. And then I feel like you're good at the bins, like being more creative. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess so. Not that we have to be one or the other, but yeah. But I I think part of that's just having to be full-time now. It's like, I actually have to get a certain amount of things every week or it won't work. So I kind of have to, you know, true. Where I feel like if you were doing that full-time, you would do the same thing. Yeah. Definitely. How similar or different are your personalities? 
They're the same, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're different, but like the same. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot of times when I laugh at something you say, I'm like, I was just going to say that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're always on the same wavelength about most things. So yeah, that our personalities are different. I think mainly what we talked about earlier of just being like extroverted versus introverted. Yeah. And then what was the last thing you said to your sibling? Okay, well, this one doesn't really count because we are currently recording the podcast. So I guess the last thing we said to each other was hello, hello. (laughs) (laughs) True. (laughs) True. But... Let me look at our text. What was the last thing we said to each other via text? Oh, we're talking about Posh News Update and you gave me a thumbs up. So nothing. what's so all about the podcast? You guys pretty yeah. much everything. <laughs> yep. All right. And then we have time to do a few questions that we received on Instagram too. Okay. So the first question we received was, why did you start selling on Posh? And they're asking for our origin story. <laughs> yeah that's how they phrased it which I kind of (laughs) loved I feel like a Marvel character I know I need my own (laughs) spinoff coming coming soon we both started selling on Poshmark right around the same time so pretty similar stories but I think I started a little bit before and I just started selling on Poshmark because it was during the early days of the COVID-19 pandemic. And I worked as a store manager for H&M and they announced in March that the malls were closing for two weeks, you know, originally. <laughs> so it was just like a really weird time as it was for everyone. We closed down our store. We all went home. We're only sure what was going to happen next. And then it kept getting extended where it was going to be 30 days. And then it was like, we're just closed until further notice. So during that time when I was home, I was just home on furlough for my job, waiting to go back, basically waiting for the next signal and everything's closed. Like it wasn't like now where, you know, you could still like go out and do things, obviously. So like during the furlough period, I was obviously just home, but I wasn't like working from home or anything. I was just home all day. So first I started with just cleaning my whole apartment, like top to bottom. <laughs> I think I watched the like t- ma- the oh, life-changing magic of tidying up Marie Kondo Netflix show. Mm-hmm. And I was like organizing our entire apartment. And then that turned into cleaning up my closet and Being like a retail manager, I have accumulated a ton of clothes because I get a really good discount at, you know, my store and I'm constantly seeing the new things come in and I'd worked there for like years. So I had tons of stuff. So as like a hobby, I just started listing it on Poshmark, but spending like a lot more time with like the taking the photos part of it. Like it was almost like putting outfits together. The modeling pics. Yeah. It was like something to keep me busy all day to like feel like work kind of. And then once I started selling things a little bit consistently, it was just so fun and addicting. And like, as I learned more and more about Poshmark, I um, found out like about the reseller community on Instagram, followed like a bunch of resellers on there and saw that people were doing it full time. And I think that's like, I think really early on is when it planted the seed of the seed of like, oh, people are like doing this full time. Like I want to do that full time where I don't have to, like, I really liked my job and I liked the people I worked with and everything, but like just being in retail, like working every weekend, I only had one weekend off a month and my husband is off every weekend and works during the week. So it was just like, our schedules weren't lining up, like having to work these late night closing shifts. I was wanting to do something different just so I would have a little bit more of a set schedule so I could. Yeah see friends and family and do all that stuff, especially during holiday season. Like this is going to be my first holiday season coming up where like, I don't have to work every holiday and I am pumped. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I think that's when the seed got planted. And, but yeah, for like about a year, we just, I just did reselling part-time while I was still working at my job and that was totally fun too. And obviously after like a month of me being on, I wouldn't shut up about Poshmark to you. So I guess that starts your origin story. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, I remember I originally, like, you were on Poshmark, and you were like, oh, if you want to mail me some stuff, I'll, like, Yes, you were my consignment client. Yeah. (laughs) Except for no take home from me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how I lucked out with that, but... So I I sent you some stuff, and you were selling it for me, and then I... Yeah, I just decided to make my own too because I was like, well, I had more stuff, but it didn't fit in the box. And this is before we knew about pirate ship. So I was like, going to the how to get it to you. Probably paying a premium to get it sent here quickly. Yeah. So I decided to start my closet too. And I think it was Memorial Day weekend. And I like made a sale the same weekend as I like put the first listings up, which was really exciting. I feel like I had made a Poshmark or like Mercari or something years before this and just listed like one item that I wanted to sell like mm-hmm. and didn't know any of the like tips and tricks that we do now. So I like listed it, didn't sell like instantly. So I was like, well, give up. <laughs> Doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. So when I did make a sale kind of quickly, it was really exciting. And yeah, we started both selling our own stuff and then just since everything was shut down like you said we were into the mystery boxes and the not so mystery boxes at the beginning just to get some inventory before we both were able to go to our first like goodwills and then it was like okay this is this is really fun we both grew up like okay we have the same childhood so I don't know why I'm saying it like that but we would go to like garage sales and like our family would always like have a garage sale and stuff Mm -hmm. which was always fun to help with and yeah so we've always liked getting a good bargain I know like you would always have to work Black Friday but like we would but even before I did like growing up we loved Black Friday shopping and yeah like our traditions like traditions with it I mean traditions is kind of overselling it but like going to mcdonald's breakfast on black friday morning and doing all the yeah getting like a cappuccino from the the gas station when you're in like fifth grade is yeah the coolest thing you could like 4 a.m cappuccino yeah quick trip (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i feel like we've that's always been something we've enjoyed of just like the hunt of it so reselling kind of came naturally that way I know you were obviously knew a lot more about fashion just because of H&M like style names and stuff like that I mean if I'm being honest like I didn't even know what fruit people was like when we started this like yeah I mean I feel like I didn't know many brands either but just being in the mall like I feel like I, I liked selling clothes. So it's like a lot yeah. of the same skill set from yeah. being a store manager. Like even like we would talk about the closet insights. It's not that different from looking at my store, like right. monthly reports, you know, seeing yeah. like which categories are doing good and like figuring out actions you could take. So, and yeah, it's not that different from what you do either looking at like, you know. Yeah. I remember when we first started, you sent me like your sales report. I think it was before I was even on there. And yeah. I was like looking at it and you're like, this is I was like, this looks exactly the same as like our like inventory reports for work and stuff. Cause I work as an accountant, like is my day job. So it was super fun for me to be like filtering. And yeah, you're really good at like all the analyzing and like the future everything. I don't know, understanding it all easily. Yeah, it's the exact same report. Like we used to get at HM2 where it was just like show. Like take what what sales actions you can take to like make up the next month even better, and I feel like those two backgrounds have like really helped us keep yeah. moving. Definitely. So that's the origin story. Yeah. Okay. This next question kind of made me laugh. So this one was submitted by the Thrifter Sisters podcast. They're also sisters that have a reselling podcast. <laughs> And the question was, who was the mean one growing up? And then they had a follow-up question of what was the meanest thing that we did? Oh. (laughs) I know. I'm like, spicy. But also, if you have a sister, you can understand. It's all with love. It's not actually mean. But I would have to say me. (laughs) I guess I would just bossier. So that's what I'm kind of. I think we had the big sister, little sister dynamic for a long time. 
before we both kind of got into our 20s and then it was like okay we're both kind of equals now yeah (laughs) yeah well it's like you didn't give me much pushback and like I was just calling the shots about whatever we were gonna do growing up (laughs) it was pretty submissive (laughs) (laughs) it's just along for the ride happy to be invited happy to be there (laughs) yeah so we both were known to like steal each other's clothes had a lot of we're both known to be dramatic at times. Yeah, storm <laughs> out. I know. And then meanest thing we've done, I couldn't think, I mean, I can't think of anything, but what kept coming to mind is for, for me is making you change the spelling of your teddy bear's name. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah, not even that mean, same. but it's just like so rude. <laughs> a little bit petty. Yeah, we both had like a teddy growing up that we like always had and stuffed bear yours was teddy with a y and mine was teddy with an ie and i feel like we even called it teddy with an ie <laughs> like <laughs> well you're like oh I've, got, I've i think you got your teddy bear after me obviously yeah, and I you're did. like my teddy was already established <laughs> and then you're like this is teddy and i'm like okay <laughs> this is not gonna fly okay like no 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 how are we gonna keep this straight <laughs> So we have Teddy and Teddy with an IE, and they both currently live with Maddie. <laughs> yes, they're all together. I have our American girls that we got age <laughs> 20. <laughs> okay, so the next Q&A that we received is asking if we have any specific financial goals for reselling money. Yeah, I guess like not really. Like I don't think my goal right now with my reselling money since going full-time is different than part-time like when it was part-time it was literally just extra yeah Uh, and then now that I'm full-time my goal eventually is to like totally replace my like income that I was making before I quit but I'm not there yet and I'm kind of trying to like break it down to like steps of getting there that's why I keep trying to increase my monthly total goal just to get closer and closer to yeah. Being able to like fully comp what I would used to be making. Makes sense. Yeah. I don't have very specific goals for like reselling. For me, it's just like trying to keep it fun and something I'm engaged in. And if I'm, I don't know, like not putting too much pressure on myself just since mm-hmm. I am only doing it part-time. Like, um, yeah. Cause I mean, it's like, I feel like their question is like, cause I know some people start doing like a side hustle cause they're like, oh, we're trying to pay this down. And for oh, us, yeah. it's not really that it's more it started as just a side hustle of just like something fun to do to keep us busy something that we like doing that happens to also bring in extra money yeah definitely we have had people ask in the past too like if you are like saving up like for anything with your reselling money and I have thought about that like just putting the money aside every month Mm. and like saving up for like a trip or something like that I feel like that would be a cool like reward but I haven't put that into practice yet or figured out exactly what that would look like but that would be something it would be just cool yeah oh that's one thing so obviously if you listen to our podcast you know we have our ad that we run on our podcast it makes like basically nothing I don't know if we're allowed to say that but (laughs) um it's taken down (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think it'd be fun if like if it starts adding up like we haven't cashed out any of the money from it ever. If we're like, if we, we've always said we wanted to do one of those reseller pallets. Like it'd be fun if we could oh buy like God. a small size yes. pallet, like with our podcast money. Like yes. that would be cool. Yeah, definitely. And then, yeah, I, I mean, same thing with like the reseller money, like especially for more when it was, when it was part-time and I never really did this, but it would be cool to set aside the money like you're saying. And then just like, no, you like took a trip or like paid for a flight, just like using solely your reselling money. It's just kind of a cool thing to say you did. Definitely. Okay. The next question is what do you suggest to do when sourcing on vacation while flying? And I obviously thought of you immediately, Maddie, because you are the (laughs) expert. (laughs) Okay. So what I do is I have a American Airlines credit card. And one of the perks of that is having free, your bags are free. So you don't have to pay an extra fee for those. So Mm -hmm. I 
really utilize that when I'm traveling. If I know I'm going to be sourcing, I'll like have a bag designated for that. So if you already have one of those credit cards to kind of get the points and stuff like that, I would look into that if you can use a bag that way. Otherwise, I don't know if it would be risky, but maybe like just don't pack a lot of your own clothes. (laughs) I mean, that works that if you're idea? visiting, like when you come to visit me, it's where that's our ongoing joke is it's just like, just show up, just show <laughs> up. Like you don't need any clothes. We call it bring your own pants, but you honestly don't even need to bring pants. Like I have pants you could use too, but that's just like <laughs> the name for it that we call it yeah. when we're like, just don't pack any clothes. Yeah. But yeah, I, I love the suitcase within a suitcase. It's so funny. I've also seen people like pack like a duffel bag rolled up inside yeah. of a, like any bag that you can fit within a bag. You could even do the nesting dolls that Maddie does and bring a duffel bag. Yeah. And just be really like use, you know how sometimes you get like a personal item and, and a carry on of like using two kind of like bigger bags. Yeah. (laughs) Then, you know, a smaller purse or something can be helpful. Otherwise I would just be like super honest with yourself. Like when you're outsourcing, if you have to like fly home of like just making sure that it's all going to fit before you buy something. I mean, you always have options to just like buy another bag when you're there. You could buy and just pay the, the checked beef bag fee. If you don't True. have it covered, I feel like it at least still saves money one way to not bring a million empty bags with you that you're like, yes. That would definitely be the main tip. If you're bringing an empty bag to like put it in another bag or, you know, somehow consolidate them down on the way there. Yeah. So at least at the very least, you're not paying it twice when it's literally empty on the way there. Yeah. Okay. We did get a couple last minute cues. Should we answer them? Yes. How long did it take to start making a profit after starting? See, I feel like we have a kind of a unique take on this because... I yeah, know we, a lot of resellers kind of decide they're going to be a reseller, put up a bunch of money, and then like are working to get back in the green. That was like not the way we took with it. We started no. with selling our own stuff, made a profit from that, and then we've just been continually kind of reinvesting that profit back into right. Poshmark and, and, and uh, sourcing new items that way. So we've never been in the red, which yes. I think – is something that we feel really good about. Yeah. Like, especially when we first started and mystery boxes were the only really choice of how to get new items. I think we were even pretty careful of like just buying like one at a time and kind of only a few items at a time, just because we both didn't want to put a ton of money into this and then not see the return right away. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what's worked for us and What's also kept it fun kind of the whole time too, to kind of circle back to that. Like, yeah, like putting a ton of money into something right away if you're not sure. And like, we both have gotten better at like sourcing along the way, obviously, if you Mm -hmm. listen to the undead items episode. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't know if I would have trusted my instincts too much. No, I think we would have bought a lot of stuff really early on. It would have been a lot of stuff that we probably would still have. Yeah. Undead. Undead <laughs> items. Yeah. To us, we kind of didn't, like like you said, it was like when we sourced stuff, we were basically on a spending freeze from Poshmark until we sold enough of it to have enough to source again. Right. Um, giving ourselves like the green light to go sourcing. And then, you know, I think it, it didn't take us long. Maybe after like, after first, like the first three months, then we were already having enough items listed in our closet where we're continually making more each month than we're spending each month so it's a little slower out the gate you could probably get it up and running faster if you did put up money up front but that's just too risky for us yeah and we both came into it as like part-time yeah so that makes a big difference oh this one's kind of a funny question how do you respond when someone puts when someone comments on your item like asking how many times it's been washed or worn when it's from the thrift store like I guess has that happened to you before like yeah I've had people ask like why are you selling this (laughs) it's like uh I've had yeah two where they're like 
when they're like, oh, can you try this on for me? And it's like something that's like way too small. I would never even in my wildest dreams be able to fit in it. And it's like, I'm like, oh, no, it's not my size. And they're like, oh, like, why do you have it then? Like, what's going on? Or they're like, well, why does it, like, where does it not fit? It's like everywhere. <laughs> I literally cannot get it on past my knee. <laughs> can't even get it on my ankle. Yeah, I don't really have advice for that. That is kind of awkward because I feel like it is, I don't know. I'm kind of thinking too, like before, when you're a reseller, it just becomes very obvious that like most of the stuff on like that you're buying on a reselling app is probably thrifted that someone's reselling. Yeah. Where when I would use, I had my Poshmark account, I think it says, I think it says on there since like 2016. And I've bought like a couple things on there. All that stuff was probably from thrift stores. Like I totally thought it was just like someone's clothes they didn't want anymore. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. You would kind of, I think the natural assumption if you're not in the reselling world is that it's just like a person selling their own clothes. Yeah. Another question that I thought was a really good one was what do you guys consider a good sales day? For me, it's like, like, this has changed like over time too, but go ahead. Even for me, it like depends on the day of the week. Like I have way lower expectations for like a Tuesday than I do a Friday. You know what I mean? <laughs> good point. Or like if it's a Tuesday and I sell like three things, I'm like, wow, that was really good. But yeah. I kind of expect more out of like a Friday if it, if I'm sending out some offers and stuff. I don't know. I don't really have a great answer. Yeah. Because I feel like when we first started – like early on, it was like if you made like a few days in a like a, if there was like a few days in a row where you made a sale every day, I was like on cloud nine. That was so exciting. Yeah. Um, and if I had a day where I made like two or three sales in just one day, that was like really exciting. And I think just like with anything, as you go, I just try to remind myself not to forget that too, because now I do make more sales per day typically than I used to obviously, but like, I don't want to get down on myself if I'm making like two or three sales a day. That's so amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I, I literally told myself that the other day, cause I've been, we'll get into our goals update later, but I've been inching closer to my goal for the month. And I had like one day where I made like a whole bunch of sales, which was super exciting. And then the next day, I think I had like two or three sales and I was like what is going on today like da, 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 da. and it's like oh my gosh that's like still a really good day I need to chill <laughs> like, yeah and not be ungrateful for the sales that I still had come in that were some of them were pretty good I think one was one of those winter jackets like what <laughs> am I crazy yeah I don't want to be ungrateful yeah for me I guess it's more of like the consistent sales like you were saying like if I have like a lot of days in a row where I have like a sale or two every day, that's kind of like the benchmark for me of like, it's going well. Yeah, I feel like I get more excited about that than if I have like one big sales day and then nothing for a few days. Yes. Now it's like when I, if you have a few days in a row with no sales, that's like when I start spiraling and like <laughs> looking on LinkedIn to find a new job. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then someone just asked favorite childhood memory or story. It's very broad. Mm. I guess like what's the first thing that comes to mind? What's coming to mind for me is really random, but when we were kids, we made up our own card game and it was like intricate. Are you talking about <laughs> flapjacks? <laughs> yes, I couldn't think of the name. It was called flapjacks and it wasn't like, I feel like in elementary school, we're always learning like card games at school, like speed and like war and stuff like that. And it was yeah. like really intricate and yeah understood the rules like it wasn't like we were just like joking around like oh and then you know whatever happens like it was like a real game it had a lot of rules like if this card comes up then this happens and this happens and you have to add this to this and then you can do this and then this happens and what i remember too is like the math on it somehow worked out like it it worked as a game but i don't i would kill to remember the rules of flapjacks right now for sure I know. I'm trying to think of what mine. What's always comes to mind is um, the teeter totters. Oh, iconic! <laughs> so many iconic things. Okay, so the teeter totters. If you don't know, they're like see- so They could be called a teeter totter, or maybe you know them better as a seesaw. <laughs> Some of those big planks of wood that like one person sits on each side. You go up and down at a park, you know. Yeah. And we would go camping, and 
there was a park that had these teeter totters and you and me would just be like looking for an excuse to scooter away on our razor scooters to the teeter totters. <laughs> and it also aligned with when we had iPod nanos, I yes. think. Cause we would just like have our nanos in and I, we were just like vibing to like early two thousands pop punk of like, Panic at the Disco. Yeah, I write since not tragedies is the song that specifically I'm like linking yeah. to the teaser. We concert. shared an iTunes, so we probably were like playing it at the same time. <laughs> oh yeah, we we're like, okay, one, two, three, go. And then yeah, we would just like do these weird like gymnastics routines on the teeter totters. Gymnastics is putting it strongly. It was more like <laughs> well, like we walking like, and jumping and like balancing and like doing some like crazy drop stunts. From what I remember, it's very scary. So. Well, it would be scary with like so- if you were the one on the top of the teeter totter, and then the other person would be like, "I'm gonna get off." Yeah, <laughs> you'd at the bottom, <laughs> and then they'd get off, and you'd come crashing down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good Had times. a lot of fun on the teeter totter. So <laughs> good times. Okay, this is kind of a spicy one. What annoys you the most when you're reselling? We've kind of hit on some of these during the Tricks or Treats episode, but we've got to think of some other ones. True. Uh, well, this is kind of a specific one, but we always talk about this. But when people – I get when people ask for measurements on things because it's like if you need to know how it fits. But right. sometimes people are like – they like describe themselves and then they're like, will this fit me? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Or they're like, do you think it fits more like a small or a medium? It's like I have no idea. Here are the measurements. Like, Yeah. I was like, that's like a lot of discretion. <laughs> and then we're like trying to say the perfect answer. Cause like sometimes you don't, or if they're like, does this run big? And you're like, do they want to turn big or small? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like kind of runs normal. Yeah. Like it runs perfectly big, not too big. <laughs> not too small. <laughs> it's just right. Goldilocks. I feel like the thing that bugs me the most about reselling is like when you're outsourcing and you find an item and then you notice a flaw on it at the Mm. store and you're trying to like pick at it, which is actually so gross not thinking about it. But and you're like trying to decide if is this something I could get out? Like, should I still buy it? If the flaw wasn't there, you would for sure buy it. You know what I mean? I know. It's a good item. the, The deal breaker of it. Yeah. And, like, sometimes you're, like, trying to justify to yourself. You're, like, I could get the stain out. I could do this. I could I yeah. throw this. And it's, like, it's never worth it usually. Yeah. Sorry for whispering. It's never worth it usually. <laughs> I guess to flip it, what's your favorite part about reselling? It's cheesy, but favorite part of reselling for me has been, like, since being full-time. Like, I just, like, love working on it all day and not. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like we talked about like my creativity earlier and it's like, I feel like this sounds so cheesy, but I just feel like I was not meant to be just like working at a store every day. Like, I feel like I was meant to be doing something that's like, I can come up with new ideas for and like, you know what I mean? Like being a little more creative and more that changes every day and that I can have like full control over. Definitely. Just an entrepreneur at heart. Just love it. Yeah, for me, it, I definitely love having something else that I can like focus on, but it's fun, but I, I still feel like productive. Mm-hmm. That's like outside of my job where it's something just totally separate. It's like a creative, productive hobby. Yeah. You don't feel like you're wasting your time. Definitely. So the best yes. of everything. Yeah. Well, I guess that's all the time we have for questions today. Maybe we'll do another Q&A down the line or maybe just answer some on our Instagram sometime. But keep the questions coming. We love getting to chat. So that brings us to our last segment, which is our favorite segment, the goals. Goals update. update. So we are recording on Halloween and but the day the last over, day of so, the month. But yeah, yeah, 2 p.m. Phoenix right now. So yeah, plenty, plenty of day, day left. left. So these are not final numbers, but getting down to it on October. So where are you at? What's going on? So I'm at $1,234.25, which <laughs> is a lot under the goal. <laughs> But so much day left, as we mentioned. <laughs> Anything could happen. 
I'm I'm so proud of that. I mean, I haven't been picking up as many items recently. You have like a lot of um you've been busy this month. Yeah. Like at the beginning of the month, I had a trip. Looking at those insights, the first like few days of the month, there was not a lot of activity going. On. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like that's a pretty strong showing for not a lot of items going into the closet. I'll definitely need to focus on sourcing next month, just because my closet is kind of dwindling at this point. But still pretty happy with that sales goal or the sales results. And then my other goal was to work on photography, just redoing some pictures for listings that I already have. And I had a goal of 25 items. I knocked it all out in one day. I did 27 pictures last week, modeling, and I've had a few of those items sell since then. So that's really exciting to see. And the other ones have been getting more likes, so... Definitely something to consider for a goal in the future. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, I'm like inspired to do more of those too. Some of my old ones, every time I copy list them, I'm just like, something needs to change. Like, <laughs> something's got to give. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. How is your goals going? Well, I just had to do some recalculating because I, I made a sale, <gasps> I think, during the episode or two sales. So for the month right now, I'm at 39.04. Oh my gosh. You're so I'm $96 away from the goal. That is still kind of far, but. You should do some copy listings tonight. Oh, I should do that like immediately as soon as we hang up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I should do that. And I should actually send it's closet clear out today. Yeah. That's like the closest I've ever been. I mean, this is my best month ever either way, even if I don't make any more sales today. So that's exciting. And I'm inching and I'm feeling like hope is still a little alive that I could cross the finish line if I, although what's hurting me is it's Halloween. So I feel like tonight people, people are going to be, be busy. busy, but it is a Sunday night. So you never know if people are waiting for trick or treaters to come, they might be just be scrolling through their phone. Like, yeah, good point. Good point. Maybe I should go through and especially look at like my sweaters and coats and like copy listing those if I haven't already. Yeah. Definitely. It's seasonal. Um, but yeah, so that's really exciting. I'm pumped. Yeah, so I'm just really excited about that. I'll let you guys know next week how that ends up. And then my second goal is just a listing focus. I was trying to do like seven to ten items per day. I didn't really do that, but I listed probably the equivalent <laughs> amount of items. I was doing them in bulk again. Back to my old ways. Um, <laughs> but... I've been up and down. I got I got it up to 555. And then I had a few things from the bins that I had to like DIY a little bit. Like I made this t-shirt into like a cutoff. And then I like also made these jeans into like a raw hem because they were kind of mm. long. Or these like Wrangler jeans I found that are pretty cute. Um, so I have a few more items to still list that I haven't listed. But then now I've sold some stuff over the weekend. So now I'm back to 533. (laughs) Up and down. Up and down. (laughs) So my plan is that I'm going to go to the bins a bunch this week again. It's happening. Number one, you're coming into town on Wednesday. So you and I need to go to the bins because you haven't been in a long time. You haven't been in a long time. Get it? (laughs) I'll bring a suitcase. I'm ready. <laughs> and then um I went to that reseller dinner uh, a while ago, you know, in Phoenix. Yeah. And I've been keeping in touch with like some of the girls from that and there hasn't been another reseller dinner since. But one one of the resellers that I met there, she asked if I wanted to go to the bins with her on Tuesday, so I think I might do that too. So I can have more nice. support. Yeah, that'll be fun to see kind of what she picks up too. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I, I think she's been reselling longer than both of us so I'm sure she will have some good tips for me it's just so fun to go with someone (laughs) yes I know we were already like talking about we're like like what time we're gonna meet and we were like we don't need to be a part of that lineup thing right and she's like no definitely not like (laughs) (laughs) good stressful (laughs) um we're like we both agreed we are kind of glad they do the lineup 
even though it is kind of long and confusing because otherwise I think it actually would be a stampede if they were just like, okay, go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, definitely. Awesome. So, yeah. Good month so far. We had the Halloween spooktacular. We're doing pretty good on our goals. Yeah. We're both checking off one of our goals at least. Yes, definitely. <laughs> so we'll be back next week to set goals for November. We'll set some new goals. Yes. We're officially in like holiday selling then. So we're excited about that. But yeah, besides that, if you have any other questions for us, always feel free to email us at our email, sistersuposh at gmail.com or send us a DM on Instagram at sistersuposh. We're like loving chatting with you guys on both of those places. So definitely keep in touch if you have any feedback or questions or listener wins. If you enjoyed this podcast or any of our other episodes, please, 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 if it's not too much trouble, feel free to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We love reading the reviews. Awesome. Well, we will be back next week with another episode, and we'll talk to you then. Love you, Tay. Love you, too. Bye. Bye. Sorry, I said yeah like 30 times. Yeah, 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 Skaga. But I try to cut those out.